2: Everybody. This has been the one of the greatest tours of our life. We really uh, of all the shows on this tour, this this particular show will remain with us the longest because not only is it not only is it the last show of the tour, but it's the last show that we'll ever do. Thank you. I left my heart, cold low lane,
3: the taste of steps, causing me pain. My head's a wrecking bar, it's a wend and riot. Oh, it's all gone quiet, over there. With eight it, we hate by many, but we love by chosen few. Pushbackers and scarves I think that means anything new. For some people are on the piss, they think it's all over. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mill Hangover. well good afternoon listeners and yes indeed not only this is the last hangover of the tour but the last hangover we'll ever do my name is nick hart and welcome to maximum security prison loftus road where i've just walked the length of the stadium and a few other streets besides through a couple of checkpoints had my ticket checked searched metal detected and i've managed to get into qpr's ground with my recording device intact I'm sat high in the upper tier of the away end at Loftus Road. Quite something to see, to be honest. They must be expecting the invasion of the Vikings or, uh, or Attila the Hun or something. But of course, it is, in fact, Millwall. Millwall, the dreaded name of football. At Adam Bear UK says, I'm going to give QPR a miss today, he says on Twitter. Millwall fans have no manners, no manners in capital letters. This speaks everywhere around here already. And so they are, Adam. Um, so far, I haven't seen any children being attacked or women being assaulted or raped in the streets. Um, but it's early, yet. Yeah. It's only quarter past two. So we'll be back shortly with uh, a few considerations on events at Mill this week. So, huge game. Yeah, another huge game on the Mill's menu today. Um, a win today obviously equals safety in the championship for next season. A draw is possibly okay or takes us on to next week's home game versus Ballworth and then we're also looking at other results to go our way but a win certainly sells it otherwise it'll be deja vu all over again just like last season where we went to Derby needing uh, well we needed a result there didn't we of course and as it was we didn't get that result we had to depend on other teams no way to finish a season that's for sure today's game's been shown live in the exec lounge and Harris Bar back at the den on a back. great idea I think more away games should be shown on backs back at the club as we said on last week's show I think it's a fine idea. Um, hopefully, that's going to be well supported today, and the club make a few quid out of it. Because certainly, we've got 1,200 Mill fans here today. Limited, but one thing you can guarantee is they're going to get behind their side today i just had a quick look through the House of Fun website um, in anticipation of the fan on the board election, which, of course, has taken place. Counting is uh, probably furiously continuing at the of the moment via the offices of the MSC. No word yet on, on any result. I'm just looking down here. as a few uh, posts about the amount of police at QPR. Uh, the death of UKIP. Apparently, q is dead, according to someone but nothing yet on the fan on the board election so um, if I pick up any news during the course of the game I'll uh, I'll announce that and you'll get it 24 hours late on tomorrow morning show. I want to send our best wishes to uh, former Mill Brad Toby Alabi who's uh, been doing some great work recently uh, trying to promote um, heart monitors at football matches for, for young players especially. Toby, Toby of course retired from the game due to a heart condition. Um, unfortunately he collapsed again in the week um, he's now in hospital awaiting the installation of, of a pacemaker in, inside him so I just want to wish, send Toby our best wishes uh, that's, that's quite something to be contending with at the age of 20 um, so folks uh, go with him and his family at the moment tweet here from Turl the World lovely to have a bunch of dickhead Millwall fans on the tube living up to their bad name hyphen idiots exclamation mark shocking so Mill lineup unchanged, just been announced, Ford, Edwards, Dunn, Beavers, Malone, Bailey, Williams, Martin, sorry, one change, Garvin comes in for Scott McDonald's on the bench, and then you've got Wolford and Meyerhofer. Big question at the moment is whether Garvin should have come in, and um, the rena- redoubtable Neil Fissler has referred to Holloword's lineup, this game being made for Jimmy Addu new section on the show now that we're going to introduce that's wanker of the week
2: wanker of the week
3: this week's wanker of the week is David Pleat who I spoke on 5 Live in the week shortly after the sacking of David Moyes at Manchester United and Ryan Giggs taking over the reins instead uh, so a direct quote from David Fleet, wanker of the week wanker of the week is it's not an easy job being a manager I remember seeing Bobby Charlton getting abused at Millwall when he was in charge of Preston yes the great Bobby Charlton. Now, for someone who was there, the truth is he was actually given the standing ovation. He was not abused. Um, so was Jack Chollin about a week later, actually, for who was managing Middlesbrough. So, David Pleat wins it for, wins Wanker of the Week for making up stories. Well, not to say that no one's ever, ever not been abused at Mill, of course. But that actually didn't happen. Uh, Bobby Chollen's actually given an ovation, and I can say that as a witness to it. So, David, well, well done, David Pleat. You are the Mill Hangover Wanker of the Week. Wanker of the Week quick piece from the News at Den in the week uh, John Berrison spoken to News at Den and he's encouraged to say that uh, the club will be stronger no matter which league we finish up the club is going to be a stronger club in, in John's eyes I'm confident where we go from here this is speaking after the 0-0 draw against Doncaster the other day, I'm confident where we go from here says John and we'll see what the next two games bring, we're in the thick of it which weren't two months ago, that's very true and the team is playing much better football I think the manager has done a great job pulling it together and they're working hard I'm feeling much better about the club. I see a real future and Oli is beginning to mould this team. It's a club now and we're beginning to play together. Yes, we're making mistakes, but still every day it's one less. It's a much stronger club than it was two or three months ago. And I see a future that puts a smile on my face. So that's good to hear because so long as John Barrelson's here, then Millwall will uh, have, a, have a future. But it seems like he's enjoying, his football, he's enjoying what Ian Holloway's trying to do. And that's got to be good. And in other news, the Millwall Bull promised to invest in the pitch at the Den um they've undertaken to improve the pitch which i must admit against Doncaster did look a bit slippy and slidey to me a couple of players were going all over the place um, Ian holloway wanting a passing style of football he believes the standard of the at the den surface needs to improve to enable that to take place both at the den into then the end of bromley um, now the pitch was relayed a couple of years ago well last year wasn't it, it costed 250,000 pounds so you wonder what what happened there because it, clearly if it needs improvement from there then that wasn't done correctly at the time um, Holloway says, I'm really looking forward to us going to Loftus Road, because the best thing about going to Loftus Road is the surface, and sitting up here at the moment, it does, it does look like a nice surface, got to say. The amount of security here today is quite something. Um, I came out of Wood Lane Underground Station and walked headed towards Loftus Road Stadium, and got sent all around the houses, the length and breadth of the stadium to get to the away end, um, there must have been about three or four checkpoints en route checking your ticket, checking this, checking that when I got to the ground, there's it's like airport style security to get in here, so you've got metal detected um, now, I, I've got to be honest, I thought this recorder would show up on it, it didn't, incidentally no, nothing came up on me not even my belt, which always shows up on airport security uh, the bloke behind me I was talking to as I came through though, um, apparently had, you wouldn't have known it to look at him but he's got a, a metal leg, artificial limb and that didn't show up in the QPR metal detection system either. So, he's, he's actually smuggled in a really good spear. If he, can, if, if he can hop home, he's got a decent spear. Maybe get that on red map. There's a real high energy music policy going on in the ground. I'm not sure he's actually adding much to the ambience of today. Um for Mr. Bye for now on his uh, Spice Girls albums. As my old mum would have said, what a racket. High praise for Scott Malone in the week Speaking to News at Den uh, Lee, Lee Martin spoken to, to Alex Of News at Den Singing Scott Malone's praises Martin says Scott he is brilliant to play with And I think he's got a really bright future in the game He's got ridiculous amounts of energy He's creative and he loves getting forward Really apologise for Jimi Hendrix Playing at the back of me That's Jim, Jimi Hendrix doing um, Star Spangled Banner Being rewound backwards Oh, well. Anyway, Milo, yeah, goodbye. I've nicked a few conversation items off of Danny Baker's tweet today. Sorry, Danny, if you're listening, but um, you're getting really good ideas, mate, and I'm a bit of a dullard on these things. Um, so I've just nicked a few ideas for um, c- conversation, conversation, shall we say, as, as we do have manners at Millwall. Uh, number one on this, this list is um, fans or teammates who were enigmas. So I'm just trying to think of any Millwall players who were enigmas. I suppose Liam Trotter was a bit of an enigma, is one way to put it, isn't it? In that he always promised more than he actually delivered, and that is the essence, the very essence of, of being an enigma. So Liam Trotter would be my, my um, choice for uh, Millwall enigma. If you can think of any others, though, listeners, please do tweet them. I'd, I'd love to hear them, and we can probably bring them up on next week's Akedong Millwall show. Which leads me nicely on to the uh, future of the, uh, the Millwall Hangover. Today's show is, of course, as you will have gathered by now, the last Millwall Hangover we're going to do. Um, apologies for that, but uh, this, is, this, this idea has run its course for this season. The name's run its course for this season and obviously is no longer involved in the show. And uh, this, the title of the show was, in actual fact, Ant-Mead's idea, so it don't feel right to continue on with it. But that is not to say that I will not be back next season doing another podcast, because I've really enjoyed doing it. I hope that you've enjoyed it, too. Certainly, we get, get a good listenership, so um, that tells me that people out there do want us to carry on. So i will probably be back under the title of Achtung Millwall, we'll probably do it as a weekly show next year. Um, we've mixed in with the conversation pieces that we do regularly. So rest assured, listeners, we will be back, not as the Millwall Hangover, As Afghan Millwall. The stewards here are equipped for biological warfare today. There are massive numbers of stewards, all in orange high-vis jackets, all baseball capped up, all staring us out like they're really, really mean. And they're all wearing um, kind of like, um, what do you call it? Visors, eye-visors, I suppose you'd call them. I'm guessing that's in case anyone's brought along pepper spray or some such to, to spray them attack them. Huge police presence outside as well, um, on a serious note, it must be costing QPR a fortune to stage this match today. I hope it's worth it for us. Rather an ugly ground off this road, a, a ground kind of looks like it's been made out of McArno in many respects. A, gro- a ground lacking charm, it is it is enclosed, I suppose it has that much going for it, the view is pretty good from, um, from where I'm sitting, right at the very front of the upper tier of the away end. But otherwise a ground lacking in any kind of personality or charm, in my opinion. Oh, there. away over by the player's entrance is that creepy bloke off of the Match of the Day programme. Football League show, what's his name? What's the creepy bloke's name off Match of the Day? The creepy bloke, the one that's always like that. No one knows his name. Creepy, other, but looks like he might be some kind of offender of some sort. Seth? Is it Seth? Clem. 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 Creepy Clem. He's at the uh, players' entrance. Good at one of his creepy intros, probably. <laughs> Horrible bloke. Make sure, we'll the combo? Make sure we're not going to have a shower afterwards. Here they come.
2: <laughs>
3: Millwall in orange stain, which will please some of our sectarian Dutch, possibly some South African listeners. Kind of like a British Rail orange. Let's hope it's lucky for us. Away we go. Millwall attacking the farthest end from where I'm standing. Referee today by a dear, dear friend, Kevin Friend. That legendary match where Sheffield Wednesday broke away from a corner where we just scored and he allowed the goal to stand whilst Millwall players were off the pitch celebrating. So a dear friend of Millwall Football Club, Kevin Friend. Who says we haven't got manners? <laughs> Good ball. It's Garvin. Down the left hand side. He gets a cross in. It's a half! Half misses a fucking sitter! Hoff misses one and a half minutes on the clock. Misses a clear hitter in front of goal. Early charge, Millwall. Good cross by Garvin. Found his man free in the middle. And that was begging for, to be just to be nodded straight into the net. Clear chance, Millwall wasted. Mill on the attack now. The Hoff's touch lets him down again. That's a nightmare start for the Hoff so far, but Mill get the ball back. I'll recover the possession we've got to say with Kevin Friend he's, he's consistently stupid because you just let Carl Edwards get away with a clear obstruction to me his way play on so he's nothing if not um, equal a half. then come clearly aimed at uh, Robert Green in the uh, QPR goal there. QPR very much on the back foot in these early stages, eight minutes gone. And pretty much, apart from one or two attacks, it's been all mill all all possession. Malone, wide on the left now, on the attack. Nice cross in, oh and now! The, the Hoff went on a bizarre kind of sliding header. I've never seen anything quite like that before. He's slid in, rather like a German U-boat during the war. Slightly un- unseen along the ground. Tried to get it, the header on, on target but just couldn't make it. it was, of course, a statutory German reference to an Austrian player. One per shoulder, we little back on the attack. Here comes Hoffmeier, Meyerhofer, not Hoffmeyer. Lee Martin made a good tackle there but he's gone down, stayed down. 13 minutes on the clock. Signalling for the substitutes to warm up. This doesn't look particularly good. Stretcher. signaling for the stretcher now. Lee Martin. Sad news for Lee Martin. Going off early. So 15 minutes into the game, looking like Morrison's going to come in for Lee Martin. We're all knocking the ball about very, very nicely so far. They're really holding possession. Um, probably looking more comfortable with this side away from home than they do at the den, but um, so far so good. Nice take by Williams. We're all keeping possession well down at the QPR end. Morrison beats his man, he's in the penalty area, what can he do? Handball! No handball given. Morrison works a little bit of space, shot, but the, the, the ball really hit the QPR player. The call was for handball, that probably would have been harsh. Cross comes back into Morrison, it's blocked by QPR player. Little doing well, lot of possession, lot of pressure at the QPR end. QPR again. no time at the back to build their moves. Cross comes in, the forward of space, Jesus Christ. And it falls clear. Oh, shot blocked. Shot brilliantly blocked by, uh, by Mark Beavers. Little chance there for QPR. 26 minutes gone. Ball was bobbling around inside the mill penalty area. It fell to the two who shot, but it was brilliant, brilliantly blocked by Mark Beavers. Good corner, now now. Number 19, Cranky R. Re Jimmy Cranky R plays it well wide. And Joey Bone can't get it. Much to the amusement of the mill support. It's not Joey Barton, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's an ex-West Ham bro, it? it's, it's Rayleigh bloke, what's his name? There's quite a few ex-West Ham punts in this team actually, when I look around Kipio on the attack, number four's got it, could be dangerous, great tackle, great tackle by Nicky Bailey, superb. Now Warford beats his man and keeps it in play and sends it far, far, far down the other end, end of the pitch. No, there's quite a few ex-West Ham cunts from Red you You got, uh, is it ben, Benny Ayoun? Was that 35? <laughs> ben, Benny Ayoun, Benny Ayoun, Benny Ayoun, Robert Green. Places right she's with them Hoff takes a shot. Look, oh, <laughs> the Hoff took the shot from the halfway line, Beckham style, Jezino style, Be- Mexico 1970 style, inches wide. Wow a couple yards wide actually but given the relative difference between them here come and that's just I'm saying here comes Cranky great sh- oh great save great save by David Full. Cranky came in on the on the right hand side probably needed a little bit more power on the shot but Full took well and then cracked the rebound well I said it last week I'm going to say again I really like the Hoff he, he, he's not the um most clinical of strikers, but Jesus, he puts the work in as well. You got to, you've got to admire that. Mill spraying the ball around at the moment. Really, really nice to watch. Thirty-three minutes gone. Aide goes down off the ball clash there. With Barton. Dunn's in the mix. Barton and Dunn. There's a mixture for you. There's a cocktail. Barton trying to shake his hands, but don't won't have none of it. Barton was required by the referee to return possession back to Millwall. He basically took a shot, a goal. He's been told off, made to do it again, done it nicely this time. A bit like you and I might tell our five-year-olds off. Millwall get possession back yet. Of really getting behind this mill tree. has been a good performance so far. 0-0, but we've been looked by far up our side. Here comes Malone, coming forwards now. Into the Bronze a half half dispossessed. One of the great wonders of the world is a mill wall of, of soundness. You've got to love it. Here comes Garvin. Good time, we're playing forward. More wide, surely. There's oh, Garvin still. is shot back. Goes to the half. Oh! Corner. Good break there. Garvin done well. Got a shot he's blocked. The to half and shot with blocked. 44 minutes, last minute of the first half. Plus any extra time. Here comes QPR. Two minutes into extra time is Benny Yoon. Oh, fantastic save by David Ball. Nice little cross in. The number four had a clear header in front of goal. Ball produced a world class save to push that over for a corner. Fantastic. Long, long punt straight down towards Wolford. It's through. Walford's through. Go!
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
3: For the far on goal, puts it wide left. Two minutes, three minutes gone in, the, in extra time. That was a clear, clear chance. There's half time. Good, good Millwall performance for that first half. Nil-nil. Late chance, that should have been away by Martin Morford. but um, apart from that, good solid Millwall defence. Possession kept very, very well. And QPR kept at bay. So nil-nil. Good stuff. We'll be back after these messages.
2: Do listener for Millwall
3: Box Next time you're at the den, why not buy yourself a copy of CBL magazine? Just two quid. It's on sale at the Zampa Road entrance before every home game. And better still, profits from CBL this season will support the Free Kicks Foundation. No one likes Millwall, on but everyone loves CBL. Nice. So, just talking about some of Danny Baker's suggested subjects from his show, which I've stolen, quite openly nicked them. So, we've done um, fans and teammates. Fans who were enigmas, actually, I'm just thinking. There used to be a bloke that I used to uh, meet up with at um, at the den, my, my bloke with a bunch of mates who I had down there, one of whom I never knew his real name, but he was known only to me as Squirrel. Um, Squirrel um, painted on it, he had a, like a leather jacket. It was going back to the 1970s now, so he had a black bomber jacket, upon which he painted in, in what looked like Tipex. Older readers, uh, older listeners will know what Tipex is. But he'd actually written the word "squirrel" on his on his uh, leather jacket, which I found quite enigmatic. So I never quite cottoned on why you would do such a thing. But it was the 1970s, so um, I suppose that's, that's one of the, most, the more enigmatic fans. We do have some fans who are quite posh, comparatively speaking, which never ceases to amaze me, given that Millwall's reputation is that of a, a very, very, very working-class club. But we do have quite posh fans out there. Are you a posh fan out there? Are you listening to this show? And are you a posh fan? Get in touch with us, because I, I, you fascinate me. What, what, how you come to be a Millwall fan fascinates me, and I want to hear from you. How dedicated were you as a kid? Is another subject. How dedicated were you? I suppose as a kid, I've kind of come full circle slightly because I do the fanzine these days. So once again, I show up at the ground very, very early on. So um, as a kid, we used to go up very early to Cold Blow Lane for no purpose particularly other than the sheer excitement of going football. So we would often get a Cold Blow Lane about 12 o'clock midday for a three o'clock kickoff. And there was nothing going on there at all, clearly. But, so we'd have a long, long wait to get into the ground Just be, the excitement was probably when the uh, turnstiles opened and then we'd go in, sit inside an empty stadium and wait for the game but I suppose that was the kind of dedication we, we did then and now I do it again really because um, to sell the fans in requires I I get to the ground at 12 o'clock when there's no one else around so I suppose I have a long history of showing up at football grounds very, very early on which has now come back to me none of this five minutes before kickoff malarkey for me One last one for half-time. Names of imaginary football clubs. Um, imaginary football clubs. I suppose these ones you're supposed to have imagined yourself. Um, and the only time I've ever had to imagine the name of a of a, of a football team or a football club was when we went to the Mottingham Playing Fields Five-A-Side Tournament. They used to organise it in the summer down there. The Foxes Field, we used to call it. And uh, they'd have like a Five-A-Side pitch down there. So you had, to, uh, you had to compile your own team. So a bunch of us off the estate would go down there and we went down as Beaconsfield United. Beaconsfield Road was the road that I lived on. And we went as Beaconsfield United. Not an imaginary. there may well be a real Beaconsfield FC. Because there's actually, or Beaconsfield, I suppose you'd pronounce it. We call it Beaconsfield. So Beaconsfield United was my imaginary football club. But there were some others down there. Um, I remember seeing the, um, uh, the fixture list posted in the window of, of the hut where the, the groundsman would um, hang out. He, he ran the five-a-side league down there and um, someone had called themselves FC Masturbation. always quite... As a kid I didn't actually know what it meant and I had to look it up in the, um, in the dictionary um, and I knew then it was, it was a rude word. So if, whoever it was that fielded FC Masturbation must have been the right wanker, mustn't he? Stan Bowles has just come on the pitch. Stan Bowles, um, 70s footballer, waving to the Millwall fans. Got a few booze. Famous for being a um, like Steve Claridge, a friend of the bookmaker. Right,
2: I'll you give you a conversation. to be out there on the pitch. Suppose, yeah. uh,
3: not a conversationalist, clearly. He wishes he was still playing. I bet he does. I imagine that these fans wish uh, he was still
2: playing now. And the pitch, the pitch is in good condition, better condition than what you were used to. It was a great team, never to win the title. Do you agree with that? Stan
3: is available after dinner speaker <laughs> <laughs> like a bet he loved a bet the man spent all his money on betting like a bet hey, ladies and gentlemen, your hands for Mr Stan Bowles Stan Bowles. <laughs> Joe Cox,
2: who tomorrow will be celebrating
3: his 100th birthday. 100. John John Crutch. (laughs) Fair play, the old fella. He's walked out there. 100 years old and he's walked out there. Normally you're supposed to meet, get something from the Queen when you get to 100, but this poor old sod's got a hug from Stan Bowles. And now the mascot's running over there, some kind of teddy bear.
2: 100, fair play to the old boy. I'll tell you what, he's not in a wheelchair, He stood up out there. Foreign
3: Sign him up to bit strong. Warm welcome for Robert Green to the Millwind. Referencing his awful display in the 2010 World Cup. When he let his country down. There come the mill. Well, second half <laughs> away we go second half Millwall 0 QPR 0 Millwall attacking the away in this half there comes Ford Ford's gone a long way Ford had one of his mad moments came chasing out of the penalty area as though a defender and uh, thankfully the QPR player couldn't control it, so... Um, up 42. Yeah, up. Here, the Hoff is leaving the game, probably about right, actually. He doesn't like it. He's arguing with, with Holloway, but he's got to go. It's like Jackson coming in. Simeon Jackson comes in. Hoff, Hoff's not happy to leave. It's always good to see. But his control let him down just there, maybe that is enough of the Hoff now. So probably going to see Morrison come more centrally out. 52 minutes on the clock. 57 minutes. So the the, 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 the mood of the crowd and the team just seem to have slightly flattened. Oh, there's a QBR chance there. Ball flicking around inside the middle penalty area. It comes loose though. I thought we had that one in, I must say. Bill playing with fire a little bit. We just seem to have gone off the boil. The crowd's mood has flattened slightly. And QBR have had a couple of chances there. 58 minutes they've had more possession in the second half QPR, i got to say they're playing the ball nicely From wide story of the first half was Millwall possession story of the second half has been QPR possession headed, headed inches wide there, inches wide that was very very close 62 minutes Bailey wins it well there here comes Jackson on the break got some pace no one with him wide, he shoots over the bar miles, miles, miles over the bar 64 minutes 64 minutes, Garvin leaving the game in's coming, Scott McDonald third mill substitution, 64th minute Scott <laughs> Could be our fans out the old no one likes you because you're a shit song always a good number you hum it, I'll play it. Mills just look a little bit ragged. Sixty-five minutes gone. Poor ball out from Ford just gone out for a throw and it was intended to pass the Beavers. There's a Rangers supporter exhorting his fellow fans to ever greater noise over there. The the <laughs> <laughs> it looks all the world like Gary Newman in recent mode, you know not a Gary Newman of old The kind of has been wrinkled. Gary Newman Mill will not pass the ball anyway near as well as in the first half nice comes Jackson nice ball out defence Ken Jackson loses oh. possession in front of the uh, QBR penalty area that was a clear chance there should have got a strong goal at least minimum minimum if we do go down, that's going to be the kind of wastefulness that's going to cost us. Fraying your nerves, I'll tell you that much. Here's Edwards. What can he do? Done. We Craig getting impatient with this. Edwards. We don't have the mindset for possession football. We don't have the mindset for it. We're not patient people. And there's the end ball that goes nowhere. And that's why we're not patient people. who's this coming on, Cranchard's gone out, Zamora's come in, Bobby Zamora another West Ham come QPR on the attack, there's another nine, plays it inside, the ten crosses, Zamora misses can't collect, picks it up on the far side now, it's 25, here they come again though Space for the cross and it comes. Handball, penalty. Handball. Didn't see enough of it. The comment. I'm right down the other end of the pitch. The cross has come in. The QPR crowd called handball. The referee's giving it. Penalty. 76 minutes. Taking an eternity to get this penalty stage. Ford is out on the edge of his own penalty area. Talking to the referee. The number nine's lining up to take it. Here it comes. Here he goes. One mil. Mill haven't really worked much in the way of a clear-cut chance in the second half. All the chances that have come have come in the first. McDonald, fantastic run for McDonald. Shoots. A free kick on the edge of the penalty area. Yellow card for the QBR defender for that challenge. So late opportunity now, 84 minutes on the clock. is uh, Williams to take. Now he chips it. Oh, he's hit the crossbar. Still bobbing around him now. Green takes. Now. QBR can see another free kick. I'd say same again, almost probably about a yard back from the previous shot that hit the, uh, hit the crossbar from Williams. Williams going to take another, probably another chipped shot, I would say. Oh, Green takes a top left-hand corner, I guess, of the goal, on target. Wolford does well, plays it back to Edwards. Another chipped cross comes in. McDonald in front of the goal. Oh Both bouncing around inside of the QBR penalty area. Dunn wins it, Bang gets a free kick. No pressure. Late, late pressure. Eighty-eight minutes on the clock. Full punts it forwards. Charles Morrison.
2: Four minutes.
3: Four minutes. Four minutes. Come on, you Lions. Four minutes. There's David Ford. Long, long, long ball forwards. It's all Steve Morrison. Bounces loose. It's blown. Oh! Ah! To go, listeners. Oh, why do we do this? Why do we follow this fucking sport, eh? <laughs> Looks like it's into the last minute by Mike Cup. Always down at the middle Millways. QBR blocks cross. QBR fans firing for the exits. Referee Kevin Friend's going in the six minutes at the moment, by my calculation. <laughs> Clearly, Mill not getting relegated He's not part of the equation for him. <laughs> there he is. Fair result, fair result. I thought fair result. We didn't deserve to lose that. What we didn't deserve to win it either. So that is a fair result. Well done, Mill, making that late comeback, ladies and gentlemen. Right, was the middle hangover? So we've got a line of QPR stewards protecting us from an evasion by QPR fans. After all of today's security checking, metal detection, ticket checking, police, steward checkpoints, this QPR phase is causing any grief. So overall assessment of the game, I thought the first half belonged to Millwall, we wasted a couple of chances really to to take a clear lead, second half really QPR did to us what we did to them in that first period, they controlled it more, didn't see enough of the penalty to comment on it, Um, handball was the decision, Uh, that said, we didn't deserve to lose that, so going 1-0 down late in the game, the, the team showed good spirit, good metal, whatever you want to call it, to make that comeback. Uh, great goal late in the, in the game for Scott Malone to tie it up. So now it all goes down to final day at the Den. Dramatic last day. Other teams have won, other teams have lost, so it's all going to get mixed up. Basically, if we win against Bournemouth, we stay up. Anything else is squeaky bum time, as they say. You're listening to the Millwall Hangover. Well, it's the end of the line for the mill hangover. And just like mill season, it's been a roller coaster ride. It's remiss of me if I don't mark this moment with a few thanks to everyone who's contributed to this show. So here we go. Thanksy. Griffiths, (laughs) Crazy Horse, (laughs) John Shipman, (laughs) Mike (laughs) Bizeka, Rattlesnake. Loser, James Blewett, and of course, Mr. Millerwan himself, Mr. M Leeds, yes, it's a road. Hang on Wonderful. suicide.
2: Wonderful. Wonderful.
3: Thank you for listening, listeners.